wrap if um, when H needs to come back in, I'm just going to get up and get her, so just carry yeah, on. Carry on your I'm podcast. Oh, my gosh. May your days be Welcome to the Joyful Miles Podcast, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to enjoy life one mile at a time. I'm your host, Rob, and joining us this week, we have Jackie. Hi, everyone. And Laura. Hey, everybody. And we're going to do a question and answer show. Haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, always good to touch base with some listener questions. Uh, so we appreciate you sending us those. Uh, but first, ladies, we've been trying to be good and record a few episodes ahead, so we haven't had a chance yet to talk about the big metal reveal that happened uh, for the upcoming Dopey races. So, what do you ladies think? I love them. I was just going to say the same thing. I was so excited. They're so beautiful. They're different, right? They're a lot more colorful than I think we're used to. Um, and I, it, the only thing that drives me crazy is the goofy. I think we're all in agreement here that the goofy one just doesn't make any sense. It, it's <laughs> like one of these things doesn't belong here. Um, the shape, the size, it just doesn't fit with the other ones. The other ones are all nice and round and uniform looking. And, and then the goofy just is this weird ziggy thing. Yeah, this I OCB think. gal can already imagine hanging it on my metal rack and wanting to straighten it. <laughs> But it's, it's cool. Oh, my oh that full metal is just so beautiful. Yeah, I really like the Dopey this year, too. I like how they incorporated the the scene from Dopey putting the diamonds in his eyes. and uh, I think it's really That's cool. Really yes. And I, I will say I've done the Dopey before, and I was not super excited about the metals that year, especially the Dopey. I mean, you do all this work, and it, I think that was my least favorite. So um, I'm definitely happy it's different. And I, I can't wait to see it in person because these medals are always better in person. I love the half, too. I love the half, the colors of it. I love how, like, for the 5K, there's color on it, too. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, oh, my gosh, I especially love the kid races because it has Mickey on it. I know. Aww. No kid I mean, races for us this classic. We need to find another kid to mm -hmm. race just like every other one because we always love the kid races. My kids are going to be running dark side. Oh. Can we it's just like a rent a kid service or something we can <laughs> we can look into. You can rent, you know, cars, you can rent you know, just hang out, hang out at the finish line of the kids' races and knock one of them over and take it. You're bigger than that. <laughs> you can handle it. That's better yet. Yeah. And you're faster than them. <laughs> Maybe not all the parents, but it's a chance I'd be willing to take. Um, no, but it's just it, it's just another reason to get us excited. We're inside of a hundred days. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh, that's insane! It, it's, it's coming. We're only a few weeks away from having to make fast passes. Oh my goodness! It's, yeah, like we're not even we're not even remotely prepared for that. So, uh, let alone oh running. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. We're getting there, though. Yeah. I think I think definitely think signing up for Avengers is helping keep me a little bit accountable. Um, and I'm sure, obviously, for you, Rob, doing the New York marathon yeah it's no you're joke. gonna be golden you're gonna be like Ooh, just another marathon yeah but I can't, I can't fall into the trap it's like okay because I, I don't have anything from new york until dopey so i can't fall into that holiday trap of i'm just gonna sit on my my butt all day yeah eating no, food especially when it gets cold yep 
but we'll have to nag each other. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so just another reason to get excited for Dopey, and we we should probably do a touch base with training too, just to get a sense of uh, making sure that everybody out there doing Dopey, because there's a lot of people doing Dopey this year that we know um, are going to be prepared for it. So, uh, or if you're not even running Dopey, if you're doing your first marathon or your half, and we're going to get to some of those questions that we have here in just a second. Uh, but ladies, you also had a little discussion on your last ladies-only uh, podcast uh, regarding your reasons. Were your for, ears burning a little for bit? Joy for miles. Um, <laughs> so I thought I could give my spiel as to how I got involved with it, uh, other than the fact you guys made me. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the, one of the appeals to us specifically, I think, was just how easy we get along together. And how quickly that happened. Um, for those that don't know, I, I'm not sure how much you talked about it. Uh, Wine and Dine a couple of years ago in 2015 was the first time we all met. Um, yeah. Having never met each other before, only some brief conversations here and there on, on a Facebook group. Um, and I was solo, so I didn't know anybody. <laughs> you know, you guys had all met a little bit before and had some sort of a history, but I didn't know anybody. Um, and, and that first day, Laura was the first one I met. And it was like an instant connection, right? Because we, we got to spend some time together before the rest of the group uh, came. And we got to ride some of the rides at Magic Kingdom. I told them about the Princess Wave. They Princess know about Wave that. Princess Wave on Splash. <laughs> um, and it was, just, it, was, it was a good time to just talk a little bit and get to know each other. Um, and then we met up later on with Jackie um, at Trader Sam's, right? Yeah. That's when you guys yeah. came. Um, and we almost didn't go that night. Shannon and I, we, yeah, we you guys landed. Yeah, really and... late. Yeah, we were, I was like, I am so tired. And we were like, we don't want to look like, like losers, like hanging in our room all night. So we went and like did not want to. Yeah. And you could <laughs> tell when we you guys so showed tired. up, you, you could tell you guys were exhausted. Um, <laughs> we were just like, oh. but then we end up staying out till what, two in the morning at the Polynesian oh lobby. <laughs> we did not make good choices. That yeah, week. that was, a, that was definitely the weekend of no sleep. <laughs> but we had so much energy. That was like the most energized I ever felt at any race weekend ever. And the weird, th the weird thing too about that is we didn't. It's not like we planned together in advance, but we all ended up staying at the beach club, like in, inadvertently, right? Because what are the yeah. odds of that happening? That um, really was weird. When, when you look back on it, that was kind of weird how that that kind of worked out. Um, it was like we all knew each other forever, wasn't it? I mean, we were in the hot tub till six a.m. I think. But even before that, the day of the race, we we spent like just all afternoon in the in the pool and hot tub. Like we didn't. Yeah. We should have been sleeping probably. <laughs> We were playing uh, poolside volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then, you know, closing Epcot at like 4.30 in the morning at the after party and, and, and then jumping into the oh, hot tub God. again until whenever. <laughs> that was fun. Maybe grabbing that a couple was, hours of sleep. That was probably my back. favorite race weekend, yeah. I think, of all. Like, just my favorite experience. Maybe it was just like all of us meeting for the first time. And it was a really good crew with us. We just, we really had a lot of laughs and a good time. Yeah, I think that's what... You know, which makes you kind of sad with the changes to that race weekend because it's just not conducive to that now, right? Like because of the way they they've get, they've added the races and they're all morning races again, early morning races, and and the after party is kind of a shell of what it used to be. Uh, so that that weekend was it was just really special. But then after that, um, the few races that we did, and not just the Disney ones, but the Broad Street, um, and it was at, actually at Broad Street I think that we had kind of decided to do this, right? Because Laura had kind of started it. Um, yeah, I think that's when we roped you in. Yeah, and I was like, just like, yeah, hey. whatever. I got nothing else to do. <laughs> now I have plenty of other things to do. But 
<laughs> no turning back now. <laughs> so that's kind of like the boring version of of of, of how I, I kind of got involved with it. And hey, it's been a good run so far. Well, we we also specifically asked why you wanted to start doing the podcast, doing Joyful Miles. You know, what was your reasoning for wanting to come aboard with what we're doing now? Well, I think you know when I th- when I think about how I feel as a runner and, and an athlete, it's it's intimidating, when, especially if you're at the beginner level. But even beyond that, it's so competitive sometimes, and, and it's so rigid. And, and that's just not me, right? And, and and that's not a lot of people. I think that's what puts a lot of people off to these sort of things, like when it comes to training and, and, and encouragement. They feel like they have to be the super athlete in order to be able to, to participate in these things, and that's not the case. Um, and then also there's a lot of negativity surrounding... Uh, I mean, we, we talk a lot about Run Disney. That, that's kind of our passion. That's where we started. I think there's a lot of negativity towards it, and that's just not how I feel. Um, so I think putting a different spin on it, being a little bit more positive, being a little bit more... Um, welcoming and open to runners of all levels and being able to speak to all those people intelligently was what really kind of sparked my interest. And podcasts are kind of my passion. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts for years on my runs and I just like the medium. Um, I feel feel comfortable with it. Uh, I feel much more natural talking in a podcast form than I do on a camera. So that's (laughs) that's why I gravitate more towards the podcast. But uh, but that's kind of why I did it. Awesome. Does that make sense? And yeah. you get to hang out with you know cool people like us too, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. So I don't have friends crazy. in real life, so I need I need to get all the ones I can um, <laughs> on the interwebs. So that that's a good, that's a good starting point, I think. Right, good first question to get out of the way, kind of get the, the wheels in motion here. So, Laura, you got a list of a few others from some of our listeners and, and fellow uh, Joyful Miles Running Club members. Yeah, so. we have a, a really nice list. I'm really excited to, to get through these. Um, I'm going to start with a couple. When I posed this question over on the Joyful Miles Running Club Facebook group, it was right after Jackie and I signed up for the Superheroes Half Marathon. <laughs> so a lot of them had to do with budgeting. Uh, specifically, both Meredith and Juanita want to know how we are able to afford multiple races a year and and you know about budget traveling. So, so yeah, we we do know some things about this, right, Jackie? <laughs> Definitely, one hundred percent. I mean, that's one thing I think, Laura, you and I clicked from from the beginning is we tend to be a bit frugal, and so we kind of have that in common, and it, and it works good because. You're willing to cut things, and I'm willing to cut things. That's maybe some other people aren't, but it works for them. Yeah. Well, I know the both of us join. Um, Jackie, you work for Southwest. I have a Southwest visa that we we put everything goes on the Southwest visa, so we I don't have to pay for flights, and that's that's a big uh, expense there. That you know I'm doing how many races this year, and I haven't had to pay for for one single flight, so that helps a lot. Definitely. Yeah, and I have the, the Delta Sky Miles card, uh, similar idea. So I try to rack up as many points on, on the Delta uh, card as we can. So, because uh, especially if I'm going to go by myself, it's a lot easier for me to grab a flight uh, for free um, for not as many points. Um, and, and again, it's just any you know your rewards cards are, are, are just a great avenue for that. I think also. You know, people pose this question all the time, especially when it comes to going to Disney World. You know, oh, you're going to Disney World again? How do you how do you go as often as you do, right? 
um, it, it's, it's what's important to you. Like, what is important to you? Uh, for us, it's not material things as much. It's, it's travel, it's experiences. Um, and as a family, we decide to spend our money on, on several vacations a year. And, and some people go to the same locations over and over again and spend just as much money, if not more. So and you can do it at different budgets. It's just you got to be a little bit smart about it and, and, and know what's important to you and what makes sense. Yeah. Um, my husband, like, he never buys me birthday present or anniversary presents. We have a very tight budget for Christmas because I would rather have experiences than, than presents. So, so yeah. Same here. I was going to say we... I don't. I just had my anniversary. We didn't even get each other anything because I'm like, all right, let's go away I was just going to say, I just had a birthday. My wife got me a pair of Nerf guns <laughs> and uh, a T-shirt, a Starlog yeah. T-shirt. I mean, I don't, and I don't say that begrudgingly. I, I, it's perfect, right? Because we don't need yeah. big fancy things to to make us happy. Yeah. We really cherish, you know, experiences, especially with the kids now. You know, we want these experiences that you know they can only get once. I will say a lot of Disney World gift cards for presents too, because that's what I get. I get a lot of Disney World gift cards, and that helps. Yep. I don't get too many. Yeah, I don't get a ton, but we we do ask for them. I I know we ask. We just don't. I know, right? I will say, (laughs) I will say, probably for me, my family probably makes the the lowest income of the three of us. I mean, we work for Southwest. We are not pilots. Okay, we work at the airport. It's not hard to look up what we make, but. You know what? One of the biggest reasons I can afford to do these is actually I do leave my family at home. I tend to go with groups of other people. I am not, I will share a room with up to four, however many they let to to cut costs. And uh, I really do enjoy my girls' trips. Um, And then our family does other trips. It's just, just how we've chosen to do it, you know. We'll do a family vacation either at a beach or even Disney trips. But when it comes to races for me, the biggest cost saving is going with some friends, not trying to afford tickets and park tickets for the whole family, because that's that's a huge expense. Yep. Yeah. Um, when it comes to looking at hotel rooms, renting points from DVC is a great way, and you can save a ton of money, especially if you're splitting a room. You can get it for a fraction of the cost of what an actual room would be from booking through Disney. So that that's that's an option to explore. Uh, there's a number of different sites out there that can do it. I've done it in the past. I know, ladies, you've all done it in the past, um, and and it, I just think it's a. I mean, it's one of the. We look at it more and more now. Anytime we, we go down, because you can get better accommodations too. You can you can get studios and one bedrooms and two bedrooms for probably cheaper than a regular hotel room half the time. So yeah, it's a good option. And we we'll stay at a cheaper place. Like we're staying um, for superheroes. We're at one of the good neighbors. We're not in the park area, so that saves a considerable amount. And it's four of us, so. We also, um, Jackie and I, we, we reuse costumes, too, when we yeah. can. And um, I know for, like, we are big fans of Sparkle, Sparkle Athletic. Uh, twice a year they have sales where it's buy one, get one, 50% off. We plan our costumes in advance so we can take advantage of this sale. And like Jackie, you said before, you and I aren't big sit-down dinner people. So, no. <laughs> Earl's Sandwich. <laughs> I said in the last podcast, I think we had Earl's Sandwich for every almost every we had it every day for Disneyland and we initially had like well maybe we'll do one or two sit downs and then we were like you know what no let's save our money so I don't know I'd rather buy a souvenir or bring something home you know for the kids or the family then I'm I'm a picky eater anyway so this doesn't happen to me for Disneyland but I do have a Disney World annual pass and even though I have 
you know, um, several jobs. I will also take on odd jobs. Like this week, I'm doing post-construction cleaning, which is a horrible, horrible job. I hate doing it, but the pay is really good. It's going to cover my superheroes, so I'm I'm fine. I will do the cleaning. So, so yeah. And that actually leads us into a question by Rhonda. She is asking about the the special events that you can do during a Run Disney weekend, such as the race retreats, uh, the lunch and learn, and she wants to know if they're worth extra money. You're probably talking to the wrong crowd because I think we're all going to say no <laughs> for that I reason, know. right? Yeah. Um, and, I, and, full, and none of us have ever actually done one, right? No. I know Megan yeah. has done it. Um, I just don't have the desire to because to me, part of the fun of doing a race is being with like you guys, um, being with my friends. I love the pre-race atmosphere. I love the post-race atmosphere. I want to be able to enjoy it. And I, you know, I know Laura. We've discussed. We feel like we'd we'd be missing out. I mean, that's just how I feel. And and then I look at the price and the cost, and I think, well, that could that could cost that could help pay for a future race. So. Yeah, it's like two hundred and thirty dollars for Dopey. And really, I mean, really? you get early access to the expo, which that's not important to I me. Don't. Um, no, no. You get the access to the, the the tent and everything, which is, I mean, that that's handy if the weather's not good, if it's raining, like it, you know has been known to do, or if it's been cold. Uh, you get some food, but how much food do you really need to eat when you run a race, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're never. So do you eat have that like much. they have special characters out for photo opportunities which you know is nice but still yeah. we can get them at the parks for free you know? yeah i mean I, I i would never say it's worth it certainly um but again what's important to you right yeah. what do you put value on if you want to have a quiet place if you want to have you know more private bathrooms where you can change before and after Changing after would be handy. Uh, no, cha- having a, a changing area for after the race would be handy if you wanted to, like for the smaller races, if you feel like you wanted to, like, especially they ended up at Ep- Epcot, you want to hang on at Epcot for a little bit longer rather than have to go back and then come back, you know what I mean? Although for Wine and Dine, when, when, we, oh, gotcha. when we did it, I just changed right in the bathroom. And it was a lot, it was funny because the, the bathroom I went into, you know, after you got into the park, um, there was only like one, one or two stalls and there was a line. I was just like, screw this. <laughs> like what? What are we waiting for here, right? Like, what are we ashamed of? Um, it just changed right there. Kind of washed, you know, washed up in the sink and everything as best I could. Um, and, and it worked. Just I fine. found the best bathroom over by Figment. Yeah. Oh, that, there was that's no a good one. one in yeah. it, and there was like this giant stall with a sink right in it, and I was like. Yeah, if you can get those handicap stalls that have the. <laughs> yeah. There was no as, one as in long it. as it not literally... anybody in, in, in need needs it. Yeah. It's pretty handy. <laughs> um. I remember after Splash and Dash, oh my gosh, they had this tent. And I remember packing like a winter hat, sweatpants, everything like in this this bag, in my check bag. But after Splash and Dash, we were so soaking wet. And then we had to walk from Epcot to like the boardwalk. So I'm in this tent. I have never seen so many pairs of boobs in one tent at one time. I mean, because people were just taking... You all you wanted to do was get your soaking wet clothes off and get changed. You were freezing, so they did have a tent. And after that race, I don't know if that's normal, but I mean, it was it was pure like oh my gosh, it was the worst. Mm. And it was you so just, muddy and yeah, you're like in a mud and you're just trying to keep your feet dry. And you're trying to get your like wet sports bra off, which is like 
Oh, gosh. It I was... actually brought a hand towel, and I was pretty organized about it because you stood on your Mylar blanket so your feet didn't get muddy. And I dried off with this towel, and this woman beside me, she was, like, staring at me with, like, such envy. She's like, oh, my gosh, I would kill to have a towel right now. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I didn't use it on my privates. If you would like to use the towel, go ahead. <laughs> She's like, normally I would think that's the grossest thing in the world, but give it to me. <laughs> It, it was really not, was. It was like no shame. You didn't no. care at that moment. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And poor Shannon's trying to change. My cousin broke her foot running that race. And she's, like, leaning on me on one foot. And we're just... Anyways, so maybe the tent would have been appreciative or the special, you know, for that race. But yeah, you never know A couple hundred bucks? Happen. I can't. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Buy. Days, That's a park ticket. That's two park race. tickets. That's what I paid for the hotel. Yeah. For, the whole week of dopey because we split it so yep that's that's how i justified price like what else could i get for this money yeah so that's how i you know what what is it do i want more for 230 dollars? and there's for me personally a lot more things if you do use your disney visa at the expos um for the disney merchandise or Dis run disney merchandise and if you spend over 50 dollars, you will get a 10 percent discount so there you go that's it or if you have an annual pass for that specific, like if you're a Disney World, you have a Disney World annual pass, you can get a 10% discount. Disneyland over at the Disneyland races, 10% too. All right. Well, now that you're uh, talking, uh, we're talking about um, staying there. Uh, Kayla asks, what are the top three Disney World resorts for Dopey? I I think for any race, one of the best ones I like um, is Beach Club. I think Beach Club mm -hmm. is fantastic location-wise. Um, the, a lot of the races tend to end at Epcot, uh, the 5k that I think they all do pretty much for Dopey, yeah. don't they? Uh, yeah. or have in the past anyway, uh, they can always change it. Um, and, and that idea that you can't, you know, assuming you have park tickets that, or if you have a park hopper, you're not going to burn a ticket. You could technically walk through the park <laughs> back to your hotel room and it's, it's not a short walk, but, um, it can sometimes be faster than waiting for a bus. Um, and just that idea that you can go back to your room, get ready, and then just hop back to the park, huge. And it's just a fun area to be in, I think, because there's a lot of different things to do. So that would be my first pick, I think. Yeah. Boardwalk, too. I mean, to me, they're, yeah. they're almost equal. Yeah. Like, if you can get Boardwalk much cheaper, definitely go with one of those two, if you can, if you can swing it. Those are probably my top. Um, we stayed at Bay Lake Tower, and I think you stayed at Contemporary, right, for... Mm -hmm. um, our marathon weekend in what 2016 i love the convenience of the monorail but it was only working for what the half and the full yeah, they only I think. Used, you only used it for the half and the full and i do feel like the bus system was a bit slow and it stressed us out i remember being really stressed for i think it was either the 5k or the 10k i can't remember hmm. um i think it was the was it the 10k and we were so nervous because i think lauren actually took the first bus i don't know if she was ahead of you Oh, yeah, you're right. She did. She did because we met her up there. We missed it. And the I, buses, we were like, where is the bus? Is it coming? And, you know, that's a long ways out of the way from the race start. So that, that I felt like was a little stressful. And you think you're, you don't realize that we didn't realize that until we got there. So we're thinking we're going to get the monorail to every race. And we didn't. Hmm. So, and I do think the buses to the expo from Contemporary or Bay Lake Tower took forever, too. So, I think that's one negative thing about those. Obviously, it's nice being so close to the Magic Kingdom, being able to walk to the park after. 
that's that's definitely a bonus, but I did see that as a little bit of a drawback. Oh, and another. And I guess this. You may, you, you may remember another tip about when it comes to, uh, like your boardwalk or your beach club. You have, and this works for staying there in general. You have other options of getting back to your resort. So if you have a beach club bus, but you're staying at boardwalk, just take the beach club one if it's the first one available, right? Because you, it's a short walk. Uh, from the bus yeah. area to uh, the hotels, so you can any of those hotels in that loop. It's a good area to to have some versatility um, as far as trying to get back to your hotel quickly. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I will say I've stayed at All Stars for quite a few races too, and I actually think the buses to the All Stars are always the best. Always, always, yeah, always. Yeah, that that tops my list. Yeah, for like when you go out first thing in the morning, there's there's a row of like you know eight buses. When we stayed at Animal Kingdom, we were out there in time for the very first bus, and there was only they only sent one bus. That was it, one bus, and it was it was the people that were behind us were got stuck in traffic, and it was horrible. Plus, um, the All Stars, it's very close Uber ride to the Expo. It's only it was six dollars for us the last time. They drop you right off at the Globe, so you don't have to go through this long mm-hmm. walk. Quick oh, Uber ride nice. back, and I, I love All-Stars, especially if you're staying on a budget. I mean, are there rooms as big and nice as Bay Lake? No, but if you want to do multiple races a year, you'll you'll adapt. <laughs> exactly. And really, like, the food court's close. You you want to run and get a coffee or a pop or something. Like, it's so quick to get to the food court, whereas when you're staying at one of the bigger ones, I remember the year we stayed at Boardwalk when um, for Splash and Dash. It was like the eternal walk just to get to the lobby. It was like the longest hallway ever. So, you know, when you're dealing with someone with a broken foot, yeah, that wasn't really convenient. But All-Stars also, they, um, I know for the one princess for the 5K, they started serving coffee for people who were going to the races. And you know why I leave early and they have coffee ready. And I thought that was fantastic. Fantastic. Hmm. So, so yeah, I'm an, if, if it wasn't for, I know for Princess, it was nine of us ladies. We all split, like Rob says, points for Bay Lake, and it was practically, it was just so inexpensive. Yeah. You know, but but if I'm not going to be doing that, if I was going with my family, we would be all-stars all the way. And they also had a special meal at All-Stars, I know, for race weekend, like a pasta or something like that. I know a lot mm-hmm. of the restaurants offer that, but. So does the food court area at the All-Stars. So. Yeah, they had like a boxed meal with like a bagel and some other goodies, and that was pretty nice. So, yeah. I'm trying to think of where else I've stayed. I, I think for race weekends, I think mostly. I haven't done the Port Orleans. I was going to say, I've not, I haven't Caribbean. done Port Orleans for a race weekend. I have, and it's nice. And they have that awesome pasta meal, but it is a long walk. <laughs> mm. It was just, we stayed at... Um, uh, Orleans, and it was just, I would do French Quarter again because of the shorter walk. It was a very long walk. So. Or if you get preferred, I know our family, we stayed at a preferred room, and we were yeah. really close to the food. That's definitely, I would say that would be worth a splurge to the preferred room there for race weekend. I can tell you I stayed at uh, Old Key West for Dark Side, and it was not good. The resort's fine, and it's good, and the, and the rooms are fantastic because your rooms are huge. Um, yeah. You know, it was the first DVC resort, resort they, they made. Um, but the so the the problem was that the buses just were not in sync because it has an internal bus system because the resort is pretty big, um, and the internal buses we were told we're going to start at two thirty. So sure enough, I get up to the bus stop two thirty, hop on my bus, brings me to the front of the resort. 
it was after three o'clock before we we saw a run Disney bus, and I, I don't know if this oh is goodness. typical. Um, this was certainly you know one of my problems with that race weekend was the buses in general, but um, for the first one anyway, and it's just the the buses just never. And, and then trying to leave because at that point we ended at um, Wide World of Sports, uh, which they, we haven't done I don't think in a little while, um, but there was only one in and out access. So it was like a constant cluster of buses trying to get out, and we just never saw an old Key West bus. We probably could have walked to the resort because, I mean, it's not that far from uh, Wide World of Sports. Um, but, we, I mean, we were seeing buses for every other resort except for, uh, for old Key West. So, um, And plus, old Key West doesn't have much in the way of dining options. So. Yeah, they they basically have what that sit down and they have like a hot dog stand. Yeah, it's a small little stand at the pool, and it's not <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff. And it's and, and again, it's that's all they have, and it's always busy. <laughs> it's yeah. funny when we stayed there, we had a car rental, and I remember we drove to the All Stars to eat at their food yeah. court. <laughs> I was that's like, oh, the kids that. are so hungry. <laughs> that, that is, we did. We all like get in the car. We're going to All Stars to eat, like because we knew they had pizza and they had boneless wings back then, which makes me happy, but. <laughs> All right. all right. Any other resort recommendations, or maybe hit them yeah, all? Yeah, good. Well, um, Rebecca has a good question that's timely since we have uh, the Wyandotte and superheroes coming up. Could you explain some of the differences between East Coast and West Coast races? One's on the East Coast and one's on the West Coast. Done. <laughs> okay. Next question. Next Thanks, question. Ross. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. Dropping some knowledge today. Oh man. God, First can we talk about this quickly? Because this, there's a lot involved in this question, I think. Yeah. This could probably yeah. be a show. Yeah, we're going to do a couple key points, I think. Number one, West Coast, you can sleep in a little more. Not a lot more, but a little more. Um, they, it just And the time change helps, I think. Um, just because it doesn't take as long to get to the races. So you get a little bit more time to sleep in. or For some people, a lot more time. But we like to get there really early. Um so that to me is like the first thing that jumps out. It just seems a little more relaxed. Yeah, and for on me, the West Coast, it's the it's the expos. Like that West Coast yeah. expo is just night and day. It's so much easier to get to. It's not a process. I mean, you got to waste half a day to deal with the expos at at least at at uh, in Florida. That's not the case with with California. And just the close proximity of everything. The, you know, the expo, the parks. Yeah. It just, it's so convenient. You don't have to deal with buses. No, Waiting no and traveling. It's just your feet. <laughs> Everything's really close and convenient. Um, and obviously, you know, West, or in Florida, you're on Disney property the whole time. So that means when you're not in the parks, it's kind of just like highway roads, which for me can get a little boring. I do like uh, West Coast, you know, when you do leave, you're either on the property the whole time in parks or you're pretty much on the streets of Anaheim, which are a little more exciting than a, a highway, yeah. I think. Another big difference is that there's less uh, pre and post race festivities at Disneyland. Uh, they do have a really fun uh, show with like the DJ and the announcers that come out and they'll bring some characters out, but they don't have character photos at Disneyland. Uh, they had food trucks for the first time I've personally seen them. Uh, afterwards, though, uh, there's like no beer truck, um, so no character photos. So that is a, a big difference, but still, it's a fun atmosphere, and I, I love Disneyland races. I have to say. And I want to say the lines for characters in Disneyland are way shorter than Disney World. 
way shorter. I mean, any Disney World race, except for the full marathon, any other one, I feel like character lines are very long, and you have to be careful. Um, I think Disneyland, they still, even the longest one we waited in, we were still okay. I just think there's more locals, and they've met those characters, so people tend to skip them. You know, people in Disneyland go there a lot, people who live near there, and um, it's just different. I just, there's a different vibe. There were a lot, the lines for the mile markers were longer than the characters, which I yeah. thought. And for so. me, pound for pound, the, the running through the parks in California, it's just, they're my favorite. Uh, California Adventure with Radiator Springs and, you know, the Paradise Pier and, and just even like the, the Carthay Circle area. I just, I just love running around that park and, and then it'd be Disneyland. You know, it's, it's the, you know, the Disney geek in me that says this is the park that Walt, you know, kind of, you know, walked around in and, and, and created himself. So that historical aspect of, of running around Disneyland, I think, appeals to me more than the Magic Kingdom. So I think that's why I just love, the, I just love the Disneyland races so much. I, God hope they don't get rid of them. <laughs> it's a more, it's a charming, intimate feel because it is a smaller field. They don't have as many runners there as they do in Disney World. So yeah, it's just a great vibe, so... She didn't say which race she was signed up for, so I would be curious to know that. Hmm. But thank you. That was a great question, Rebecca. And also getting into superheroes, Jackie. Um, I didn't write down who asked these questions. My apologies. Uh, but they want to know how we will incorporate superheroes in with our derby training. For me, I'm not someone who follows a real training plan. I'm kind of listening to people say what they're doing each week. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll try to do that. Hmm. But to me, like, you know, mid-November running 13 miles, you know, is a good run. It's a good training run to me, so I'm okay. I just go with the flow, and then, so for me, it's just a good, to me, a 13-mile run is a good training run, so I'm just throwing it in there. I don't know what I'm supposed to do that week, but that week, I'm just mm -hmm. going to do 13. Well, we'll be beyond that mileage um, come November. For those who are following the Galloway plan, so it actually plays in, Nicely, the fact that there's also, um, we're doing three consecutive, we're doing the 5K, 10K, half, that's also good um, because for Adobe, you're going to be doing four races, so it gives more time on your feet, you know, so it works in nicer, and also, too, I know Jackie and I, when we do Disney races, we do a lot of walking, we kind of put the brakes on, so it's not like a training run, um, it's not as strenuous on us, unless it's like, you know, a thousand degrees, like it was Disneyland, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, Rob, I think you're in an interesting situation because you're doing the New York full. Mm -hmm. That's a big difference, and that's in um, October. So how are you incorporating November. your full? Sorry, sorry, It's November. the week before you guys run superheroes, I believe. Right, so yeah. how are you incorporating it? So I, I, I approach my – so not being a seasoned marathon runner, I've only run the one. <laughs> I've done a bunch of halves, though. <laughs> Um, but typically how I, I look at it when I get to this point is I should be doing a long run and a short run or, you know, like a medium sized run at the very least, uh, with some cross training, in, you know, mixed in every week. Uh, and I've knock on wood been staying pretty good with that. Um, and I figure as long as I can get to, I like to get to 20 miles before, um, New York. Um, if I can do that, I'm going to be good because then after New York, my plan is really just to get a couple of good runs in every week of, of maybe 10 to 13 miles. I'm not looking to do another 20 after New York um, because there's just no need. It's just at that point, it's just maintaining what I've already done. And realistically, I have to think there's holidays. 
and there's cold weather and snow. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not wanting to go out there and run 20 miles in the snow and the cold. It just so happens when I when I first ran the Walt Disney World Marathon, we had a really warm December, uh, and I remember doing. Uh, I think it was like Christmas. I don't know if it was Christmas Day. I did. I went out and did like 20 miles in shorts because it was like 70 oh degrees. Oh my gosh! Nice. And that's probably not going to happen again. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, we're so due that's, for that's just kind of how I approach it. And again, I, I, I hate to make it sound so simple, right? Like it's not. It's not really what it is. It's just I know for me, sticking to a running plan is not going to work because it's going to stress me out um, because life is messy. <laughs> you know, yeah. my wife and I we both work all the time. We have two really young kids. Um, you know, my oldest has turned four. My youngest is going to be one in, in a couple weeks here. It's it's chaotic. Life is chaotic right now. So if if I have to worry about oh I've got to do six miles today. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of setting myself up for failure. So if I, I approach it that, you know, if I can do, I, I always go out, you know, with my long run saying, I want to try to do at least this. And if I can get to that, I'm going to feel good. Um, and then, that, you know, that kind of maintenance run somewhere down the road, um, three or four days later, just to get, you know, six to 10 miles and just to keep loose. Again, you have That's to know. That's how I approach it. You have that, to know I'm how you operate. Like, yeah, I'm like this weekend. I'm I'm gonna aim for this, but I'll be happy with that. Right. And then and then I ended up, you know, passing what I would have been happy with, doing one mile shy of what I planned. But that's okay. Then I'm okay with it. I don't feel like a failure, you know, because I missed that one mile. So it just depends on your personality. Some people right. are Type A and they they're structured and they need that. Yeah. And again, I mean, it would. I'm just not one of those people. <laughs> with the Disney races, what are you hoping to do? Just finish, yeah. have a good time, right? You know, for New York, I want to try to get a good time. I'm not, I mean, I know I'm not going to be breaking any records, but I want to kind of test myself and challenge myself and see what I can do. But Disneyland's going to, uh, Disney World's going to be much, much different. You know, I don't want to say it's going to be easier because it's you're still running four races every day and getting up early, and that's a lot of miles plus miles you log walking around the parks all day. It's no, it's no joke. It's not easy. Um, yeah, you're not just training for the races for yeah. training for the parks too. That's true. It's we should probably time do a, on your feet. <laughs> yeah, we should probably do a, a dopey update training touch base soon to kind of we hit on that in focused. the podcast um, that the bonus one we did with Heather, um, and that kind of brings me into the next question a little bit. Over on Instagram, Jess runs blessed asks me. Uh, she says, do you mind me asking how your healing is coming along? And I'm going to say that it's okay. Um, I don't think I will ever be 100% confident with my foot. I think I'm always going to have this fear and this worry. And every time there's a, a twinge or an ache, I'm just, you know, going to be very worried. Um, I, I talked about how yoga, though, has really been helping because I've been very reluctant to actually use my foot. And, you know, I've been very inflexible and the yoga has been tremendous so i'm doing okay how about that so we'll leave it at that but thank you jess for asking about that i'm going to get into this more i'm doing blogtober this month and uh, we're going to be doing training updates over on the youtube channel you know every single weekend so i'm going to be talking about the steps i've been taking for recovery in depth not this weekend but the next weekend so there you go so now let's get into some dopey talk. Again, I didn't write down the first new last question because I stink sometimes, but have you ever stopped to ride a ride? 
such as Expedition Everest during the marathon. <laughs> and we have some differing opinions on this one, so this will be a good question. Yeah. I have not, just because when we went through in 2016, it wasn't up and running yet. And we weren't going to sit there. I mean, people were lined up for it. They were yeah. waiting for it. And I was like, I am not waiting in a line <laughs> just to ride a ride um, when we've got you know another because that's at that's like at mile 10 or 11 isn't it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's got a long way to go i think it's actually closer to 12 whatever you still got 14 yeah. miles to go you're not even halfway there yet it's like at the halfway point because you you exit the park and you're at 13 so um the same I, thing happened to us in 2016 when jenny and i not 15 i'm sorry 2015 and Jenny and I, we ran together, and that was our, our number one goal. We said, no matter what, we want to ride Everest. But by the time we came there, it was like 9, it was 8.40, and the ride didn't open up until 9. They were actually doing test runs with it. And there was a line of people already, and there was no way we could stand around for 20 minutes. My legs would stiffen up. It would be one thing if it was at like mile 24 or something near the end where I would have more confidence, but we were like, forget it. And... Plus, I'm at, I I don't get sick, but I get a little bit, a little dizzy after it. If I'm at the parks walking around, it's not a problem. Even if this coming year, if it's open when we go through, I'm not going to ride it because, I'm sorry, my number one goal is finishing and getting my medal. I can ride that during the day. It's not a priority. And also, the one thing I don't like is if you stop for a character photo and you're in line, you're still on the course. You can still see... You know, if the balloon ladies are coming or, you know, you can still get a feel and you can rejoin the course quite quickly if you if you have to. If you're on the ride, heaven forbid it breaks down or something weird like that, you're stuck. You're not going anywhere. I personally won't take the risk because I don't know how I'm going to react riding the ride and being dizzy and then going to run another, you know, how many more miles. It's just, it's not worth it for me. Not after paying that much money and, and training my butt off for all those months. So I would just say if you have if you come to it at the right time and you have plenty of time, your pace is good, you've trained, you're feeling good, you have no motion sickness or issues riding the roller coaster and you want to take the risk, go for it. But keep your eye on the prize and that's finishing. And then go ride it with your medal. My opinion. That's, to me, I was going to say that's the, the more fun is the after um, yes. The after park stuff because you get your medals. I rode it. So my first marathon. And I started in Corral O. Out of up to letter P, I started in Corral O. Looking back, now that I'm a little more knowledgeable, and I was like, what the heck? Was I crazy? But I don't know. I felt like I kept a good pace. I paid attention. I pulled up. I got in a single rider's line. There was maybe maybe seven minutes I waited. Um, I don't, it was exhilarating. It was so exciting. Something about it to me. I love looking at my map, my run and seeing the, um, seeing the little like map of the roller coaster because it was still recording. Like, it's just kind of, to me, it was a really neat memory. I rode with another runner I'd never, you know, met before and it was just fun. I'm, I'm, I'm personally so glad I did it. I remember being in line and trying to Google, look up balloon ladies or see if anybody knew where they were, but I don't know. I guess I just knew I was okay, and I went for it because that was one of my goals. I wanted to do that. I just, I think it's neat to say I've done it, and I'm glad I did it. I don't know if I'd do it again because if I'm running with Lauren, she doesn't want to do it. I'll skip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
or running around. But and you know what? Now I am I have had better proofs of time. I didn't put in a proof of time that year. So a lot of it is timing. I mean, I might be there at a point where it's not even open yet. I wouldn't wait if it's That's not open. That's what I mean. Open. If yeah. you get there before it opens, it's just the standing around waiting for it to go. Because like yeah. Laura said, they're testing it. It, it. They don't open it much before 9 o'clock usually. Yeah. And, yeah, for yeah. me it was, the line was just a constant moving. We never really stood still. It would be fun if they was... had it running in advance. So when runners got there. I that, think it would be great if they did That would be great if they did something like that. A couple, a couple of key attractions in every park where they had it kind of running earlier. You know, because I, I know they could never, you know, quarantine it for just runners once the park opens. But if you if you're right. in a park before the park opens, like you can get to Magic Kingdom, that would be cool. Like if they had, uh, I'm trying to think of what, what what would be a good run in in, in Magic Kingdom to be able to do. Um, I'm trying to think of how you go somewhere in Fantasyland, maybe like oh, like Dumbo. Dumbo's maybe? too far oh, off no, now the way they have it. Now. I'm thinking like, maybe, the old like Mine Train. If they had Mine Train going, you know, for for just the runners as you kind of ran by, that'd be pretty cool. That would almost make me more nervous, though, because it's so early in the race. Like, you don't know if you're going to get hurt. You don't know if you're going to get blisters. Like, I don't know. I Like, mile 13, at least, you're like, okay, I'm halfway done. I just, just got to redo this again, you know? It would be a nice element, I think. Because I, I remember one of my biggest things from Disneyland was they had all the rides running as part of, like, that the background cool. stuff. It would be great if we could just jump on one of those rides and just ride it real quickly. Like, Dumbo. Like, if we could ride Dumbo or the carousel so or whatever. Yeah. Um, all the rides over in Paradise Pier, like they were, just, it just it was really a, like it would have been a, 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 just a nice little element, I think, you know, because you're, you're it's so early, especially in California, those parks don't open until like nine ten o'clock most days. And, and I did um, hear of someone riding, I think, either Frozen or the Three Caballero and whatever Mexico mm-hmm. ride. For me, I wouldn't do one of those because you're you're at the end, you're at like I just feel like you're in the what the last mile, mile and a half. When you're running through World Showcase, I wouldn't want to stop for a ride then, no matter how much time. I know. Well, Jackie, I know the answer. You wouldn't. But, Laura, how do you feel about stopping for a margarita? I was was just about (laughs) to bring that up. And, again, no. I mean, you all know I love my grapefruit beer from uh, uh, Germany. I live for the grapefruit beer. And and I don't think it's – do you run by Germany? Yes, you do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I would I don't because I own the prize. I wouldn't want to do anything. Sorry, just I I, I no. it's odd for me to say that because I'm the one that's always like character photos. Stop, stop, stop. I don't worry about time, but when it comes to dopey, I get a little I get a lot more serious. So hmm. we stopped when we did um... get the get the beer bong out and uh, <laughs> let's go to town. I wouldn't do we... a beer. I, I can't. That would make me throw up. But <laughs> we did dopey. I was near the very back of the pack, as you all know, um, waiting for me at the finish line for hours and hours. But by the time we got to World Showcase, we knew we were okay and we weren't going to get swept. We were so hungry. I mean, we had been out there, you know, it had, was going on like 10, 11 hours, and we stopped and like got popcorn. Hours. Well, think about it. We've been up since 2. So well, you haven't eaten since, what, 2.30? And we're getting – it's around 1 o'clock at this point. So – I was hungry, and we got popcorn. And so I have, like, race pictures of me walking through World Showcase eating popcorn and a Diet Coke, which was so good. Oh, my gosh, I was so hungry at that point. Jackie, but, you're actually leading us into our last question. That's a very good lead in here. Um, over at Instagram, someone said, I am registered for the Marathon Weekend half. I have never done a full. What's your opinion on walking a full? 
The full medal is so cute, I might ask Disney if I can upgrade to the Goofy Challenge. Which, first of all, is it still open, guys? I think Goofy is, yeah. Goofy probably okay. is, yeah. Goofy... Yeah. Goofy usually always is to the end, I feel like. It doesn't sell okay. out. Um, I would suggest intervals. <laughs> I don't... I could not walk the whole thing. And I've come close to walking a good majority of it, at least the second half. And again, it's so long. It's hard on your feet. It's, it's just hard. I don't. I. It, it's not as enjoyable, and and it's nerve wracking. You don't know if you're going to get swept. So if you can manage to do, in my opinion, some sort of interval, even if it's run thirty seconds, walk a minute. You know, something. Just walking the whole thing, I feel like would be very difficult. I wouldn't want to do that. I'm sorry to be negative. No, because I, think... I, I agree. And I think, you know, if you're going to walk the whole thing, you're eliminating the ability to stop for anything, really. Character photos, um, even bathroom breaks, right? Because <laughs> if you're already walking, mm-hmm. like you're, you're not really giving yourself a chance to get ahead of, of the timing. Because, uh, I mean, the, the, the pacing requirements are like 16 minutes a mile. It's really hard to walk 16 minutes at a maintained pace. Uh, and depending upon what corral you're going to start in, if you're going to start in the back in the, the corrals further back, you don't have a lot of leeway for, for wiggle room. Uh, and I would ask you, go go walk for seven hours and see how far you get. Seriously, mm-hmm. right? You know, can you do 26 miles, 26.2 miles in, in within like seven hours or so? Yeah, it's, yeah. that's a long time. Just you have to account for bathroom breaks too. I think yeah. people don't realize. Right. I know my first marathon. Um, I stopped, oh gosh, what was it, near Pinocchio, I think, and I had a blister already at mile six, and I'm like, what am I going to do? And I had to stop, and I used the bathroom, and then I had to sit on a bench and apply Band-Aids. I mean, it was like a good 10-minute stop just to kind of take care of that stuff, and, you know, you may have another stop along the way, you know. You can't just think, okay, I can walk 16-minute miles. You have to account for those unexpected stops, too. And even, like, I mean, for me, it's, I can't, it, when I stop for like water and stuff, I, it's hard for me to move and drink at the same time. I, I think I have a disability or something. I, like, I just can't, <laughs> I really have to stop myself to drink and finish. He's spilling it all down his shirt. Yeah. Because to... otherwise I'm just going to spill and dribble it all over the place. Um, <laughs> so that, I mean, that again, that, that all those little stops, they take time. I'd like to know a little bit more about her. I, I, what is her core athletic ability? Because, right. you know, some people are, are a more prone to be a natural athlete and some people aren't what is her weekly mileage right now where what mm-hmm. is she up to uh, also does she have a proof of time because um, even though the proof of time uh, cutoff has passed October 3rd for Dopey or Goofy if you register after that for the Goofy or the pool you can still use your proof of time you just can't go back and, and make any adjustments once you register put in your proof of time that's it um, so where is she going to be? I mean, it's a big difference whether you're in like, you know, a corral that's up near the front or in the back. Uh, but I'm going to say that, you know, let's just base it. If she's signed up for the half, then she's counting on training up to the half at that point. So I'm going to take it from there. I would have to say no, because simply because I walked a half marathon for princess, you know, when I was recovering and it was stressful it was so stressful. I, I just, you know, I worried about time. I worried about being swept, you know, the whole the whole walk. I mean, it was, it was a very stressful. And I, I did stop for a couple character photos. I did track my time. Um, the ones I stopped for 
very short lines. I did have to go to the bathroom, and that was just a half marathon. Now, granted, I was, you know, still at that point where I couldn't run, so I had that extra fear on the back of my head. But I don't know, walking a 26-mile, that just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but people do it. I, I, you know, I've heard of people that have walked it and have had a very good time. If you do it, though, you need to up your training now. I was going to say start that... taking walks. Add like, you know, a couple walks throughout the week. You know. Go ahead, Rob. I was just going to say. I mean, it's one thing when you're training for a half. Going from a half to a full is an entirely different thing. It's an entirely different mentality, um, and and you can't just sit there and say, "Well, I trained for a half." I can do the full. You, you, you bet. You got to put some training in. You got to put some miles. You got to take it seriously. And I'm not saying she's not right. We don't know the, the yeah. situation. I'm not going to assume anything, but it's a big difference. It's a big jump. Yeah. This is for anyone in general, and, and yeah. I stress this to some of my friends that are doing the marathon for the first time. I'm like, this is not. It's a different ball game. It's a, it's just a whole nother level, and you can. I I believe you can pretty much wing a half marathon. I've done it myself not trained enough um and, and you can get by and you can finish and yeah you may have to walk but the mental the mental side and physical side of a full it's just it's a whole nother level miles oh my gosh miles like 18 to 23 are just it's oh, tough yeah, yeah. It's terrible yeah absolutely so yeah that's that's our take take with it keep in mind we're not we're not trainers we're just a Bunch of runners with a dream. <laughs> so we're not exactly qualified to, you know, give this answer. You know, if you'd like to get some more information, seek out a trainer. See what they think. Let them know your abilities, where you're at now. Um, yeah, and take it from there. Or find so, a running group. If you have a local yeah. running group, you know, there's, there's a yeah. number of different running groups in my area that you can always join. Um, and they can get you kind of ready for those, you know, for like a marathon. Um you know, so it's and, and get you pacing, you know, whatever, you know, your your ideal finish time is, um, and you get a sense of what that's going to feel like. Um, I just worry about these people that go into these things that say, "That's ah, Disney." Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. It's, right. I mean, yeah, no, it's I, Disney, I, and it's no. not. It's a little. It's laid back. It's certainly not. You know, it's not going to be New York or Boston, but it's still not easy. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Dopey challenge and goofy challenge is a serious athletic event and you have to behave like a serious athlete. Mm -hmm. So Well said. There you go. Preach over. I am stepping down from the <laughs> It's true. But we can we can be tough right now because you know there's plenty of time you know, there's still time to get caught up with your training and still get enough runs in before Dopey. So we can kind of do the tough love yeah. And you so know what? It is right early now. enough. We're we're starting October. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but it's still don't you know? A lot of plans have started. They're they're you know into week ten or whatever we're at. I don't even know. But like, it's okay. I know my first goofy. I you know I was trained up to you know 13 miles, and then I didn't continue on to that until probably mid November. And maybe it wasn't the smartest, but. I'm just saying you can do it. Don't be like, well, I, I missed the start of this training program. It's too late for me. It's I feel right now it's a good time. You definitely need to start soon and up your mileage, and I think you'll be okay if you do it soon. <laughs> yeah, get going now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for all the questions. Uh, we always love hearing from, from you guys, and you can you know certainly reach out to us in a number of different ways. 
You can find us on Twitter. You can find us at Facebook. You can join our Facebook group, the Joyful Miles Running Club. Or just go to our contact page at joyfulmiles.com and you can, a number of different ways you can get a hold of us. Um, or you get to know us, you can just call us, right? We'll give out our phone numbers to people. <laughs> you go first and we'll do it right yeah, after you. I know. Um, we can text. Um, but, you know, it's because it's we, we really encourage the, uh, the questions. Uh, that, again, to go back to my reason for coming into this, it's to really help runners at all levels. Uh, whether you're a beginner, intermediary, or, or, or the elite pro. I don't know what I'm really going to bring to the table for the elite pro, but, um, you know, we, we really want to encourage the questions to kind of get a sense of what you guys need help with. So for Jackie, Laura, and myself, I want to thank you for listening. Have a joyful week, and we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Good night. Or good morning, or whatever. <laughs> I know. I love Jackie. She does a little good night. And if I don't see you later... <laughs> Good day, good evening, and good night. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. We need a new jingle, but until then, <laughs> joyful. Bye, y'all. I feel like it's getting a little, like, boring. Or am I just sick of singing it? Well, Rob, be, I was going to say, should. to be fair, Jackie, you are the only one that ever does it, usually. So, <laughs> unless we have a guest that we can rope on to doing it. Joyful miles.